0: Welcome to the WIA National News and the Alara edition. Today's news is presented by VK7QP, Linda. WIA News is on RF, text and streamed live from our hub on wia.org.au. Now, here's Linda.
1: Here is the VK National News broadcast on VK1WIA for the 21st of August 2022. Let's go back to Australia's entry into worldwide communication. It's the sesquicentenary of the Overland Telegraph. On the 22nd of August 1872, the construction of the Overland Telegraph line between Adelaide and Darwin was completed. This year marks the 105th anniversary since this achievement. It has been described as the greatest engineering feat carried out in 19th century Australia. Within months it was linked to the Java to Darwin submarine telegraph cable and Australia's communication time with Europe was reduced from months to hours. Australia's isolation from the rest of the world was lessening. Charles Todd, South Australian Superintendent of Telegraphs in 1872, said, We have this day, within two years, completed a line of communications 2,000 miles long through the very centre of Australia until a few years ago a terra incognita believed to be a desert. The construction started at both ends, Darwin and Adelaide, and the joining point was at frews Ponds, 25 kilometres south of Dunmarra, Northern Territory, on the 22nd of August, 1872. All telecommunications and the internet in Australia can be pointed back to this moment in time. This is the start point. Everything evolved from here. Even when the two points of the line were a few miles apart, they were sending messages by horseback to complete the gap. Alice Springs, which was established as a repeater station, became the administrative hub for Central Australia. Doug Johnson, VK2XLJ, has a fascinating look at this on the website ot150.net. This is Linda, VK7QP, reading the news for Alara, to alert you to the Alara contest next weekend. Please listen out for YLs next weekend. All the rules are on the Alara website.
2: This is the Alara edition of the WIA National News Service, originating from VK1 WIA. Now contest-wise, this is Maria Simmons, VK5 Mike Alfazulu, fazulu Contest Manager for Alara. This is a reminder that the 42nd Alara Contest will be held next weekend on the 27th and 28th of August, starting on Saturday at 0600 UTC and finishing 24 hours later Sunday at 0559 UTC. The Alara Contest is open to all YLs and OMs and is a great opportunity to chat to people who don't usually meet on air. You are able to find the contest rules on the Alara Contest page on Facebook. Alternatively, you can send an email to alaracontest at wia.org.au and a copy can be emailed to you. The WIA NZ Art Oceana Contest. Phone. First full weekend in October, 0600 UTC Saturday to 0600 UTC Sunday. CW, 2nd full weekend in October, 0600 UTC Saturday to 0600 UTC Sunday. Log deadline for all logs, 31st of October. WIA, VHF, UHF field days. Spring, 0100 UTC Saturday, the 26th through to 0059 UTC Sunday, 27th of November. DX window. The Pakistan Amateur Radio Society, PARS, is operating under the special call sign Alpha Papa 75 Papa Alpha Kilo. The Pakistani operators have been using the special AP75 prefix during August. This is to celebrate 75 years of Pakistan independence. Please look out for Alpha Papa 75 call signs on satellites, HF and also on 6 metre. An award will be given for any combination of five QSOs with AP75 stations. Repetitions with same stations on same modes or same bands will not be counted. Full details at Packhams.com Members of the Saudi Amateur Radio Society, Hotel Zulu One, Sierra Alpha Romeo, are on air as Hotel Zulu One, Charlie Papa, Charlie Foxtrot for the Crown Prince Camel Festival special event until September the 4th. Big listening on 20, 17, 16 and 6 metres where the operators are using CW, single sideband, FT8 slash FT4 QSL to Hotel Zulu 1 Sierra Alpha Romeo. A year long special event is called Hotel Golf 200 Papa Sierra. Hams are marking the 200th birthday of Sandor Petrofi, a revolutionary and celebrated poet. The station will be on air until March the 15th, 2023. Be listening on all bands for operators using CW, single side band and FT8. QSL via Hotel Alpha 8, Radio Delta, Club Log or Log of the World. French special event. Operators will activate the special call sign Tango Mike 150 Foxtrot Oscar Romeo from Strasbourg France during the following days in September the 1st the 3rd to the 4th the 10th to the 11th the 15th the 17th to the 18th and 24th to the 30th Our activity is to commemorate the 150th anniversary of the fortified belt 14 forts built around Strasbourg that protected the city. Activity will be on various HF and VHF bands using CW, single sideband and FT8, FT4. QSL via Foxtrot 5 Lima, Lima Zulu, direct or by the Bureau. 73 for now, this is Maria
0: Simmons, VK5,
2: Mike, Alpha Zulu.
0: Welcome to the WIA National News and the Alara edition. WIA News is on RF, text and streamed live from our hub on wia.org.au.
3: Hello, my name is Shirley, BK5, Yankee Lima. This is the International News, Region 1. IARU monitoring system, IARUMS, Region 1 newsletter says in July, like every month for many years, Over the horizon radars were the most numerous transmissions causing interferers to our HF amateur radio bands. The front runner was the RUS container received in all bands from 40 to 12 metres. The CHN OTHRS sending short bursts were also very active and were mostly observed on the 20 metre and 15 metre bands. Region 2 From Baltimore comes the fascinating story bound to interest all DXs. Ever since humans could first observe sunspots about 400 years ago, we've been using them to try to define the solar cycle. Traditionally, scientists have used the concept of a solar minimum when solar activity is reduced to mark the beginning of each cycle. But the solar minimum framework is somewhat arbitrary and imprecise, explains Robert Lehman, research scientist at the Partnership for Heliophysics and Space Environment Research, a UMBC partnership with NASA. Lehman led new research showing that a solar clock, based on the sun's magnetic field, rather than the presence or absence of sunspots, can precisely describe and predict many key changes throughout the solar cycle. The new framework offers a significant improvement over the traditional sunspot method because it can predict surges in dangerous solar flares or changing weather trends years in advance. Region 3. Earthquake Balloons in the Stratosphere If you want to detect an earthquake on Venus, good luck. The planet's surface is hot enough to melt lead and the atmospheric pressure is crushing. What's an extraterrestrial seismologist to do? Launch a balloon. For the first time, a network of high-altitude balloons has detected a strong earthquake using infrasound sensors in the stratosphere. Results from the mission were just published in the geophysical research letters. Now that the technique has been proven on Earth, researchers want to try it on Venus full story in Thursday, August the 11th edition of weather at spaceweather.com. Hams in India have been waiting since 2019 for the return of Hamfest India in person and is now back on the calendar. Jim Meachian reporting on AR Newsline said the organising committee for Hamfest India has announced the event's return on the 12th and 13th of November in Mysore, Karnataka. As with so many other major a- amateur radio events, this well attended event, which made its debut in India in 1991, had not been held in person as a result of the COVID 19 pandemic. K. Shankar Prasad, VU2 SPK, the event's general convener, said the committee is putting together an agenda and a website and both should be available soon. The website is under development at www.hifi2022.com. We finished international news this week and have to say, we never sausage a thing. That's right, you heard it. We never sausage a thing. Over the past few weeks, Newsline has carried stories about the fabulous images transmitted back to Earth from the James Webb Telescope. Now, in WIA's Weird and Wonderful, an update, a report that has even more meat to it. Once upon a time, in a galaxy far, far away, there was a French physicist with a report that was also far, far away, in this case, from reality. In late July... A very excited scientist, Etienne Klein, posted an image on his Twitter account, identifying it as the James Webb Telescope's highly detailed capture of Proxima Centauri, which, at 4.2 light-years away from Earth, is the closest star to the Sun. It is so close to the Sun, in fact, you might say, it sizzles. In this case, it sizzles like a sausage because that's what it turned out to be a single round of a single round slice of chorizo a type of savoury Spanish smoked sausage in close up under the camera lens Klein later admitted his post was a light hearted deception but only after thousands of his Twitter followers who presumably were not vegetarians had approved of the image he told French med- media later that the tweet was meant only as a joke and insisted that any and all reports of Celestial Sausage are, you might say, tough to swallow. You might even call it a bit of baloney. OK, guys, now on to the serious bit. Um, the, in South Australia, the BK1WIA uh, broadcast is um, sent to us via these various frequencies. At nine o'clock on the Sunday, zero decimal uh, four seven six six thirty meters LSB, one zero eight four three VK five X Ray Yankee, three decimal five five zero, seven decimal decimal one zero zero. That's the Adelaide Plains. We go north to Port Pirie. 146.700, that's VK5 RMN. And all the way down south to Mount Gambier, 146.900, that's VK5 Romeo Mike Golf. Then up to Lockheel, we've got VK5 Romeo Lima Hotel on 146.925. And closer to home we have our VK5RAD at Crafers on 147 decimal 000. Okay, that's it for now. We we'll catch you further down the log as they say. This is VK5YL wishing you all to stay safe. 73
0: all. Welcome to the WIA National News and the Alara Edition. WIA News is on RF text, and streamed live from our hub on wia.org.au. Hi,
4: I'm Michelle, VK2 AYL. Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Special Interest Group News, ALARA. The 42nd ALARA contest is coming up on the weekend of 27 to 28 August. This contest is open to all licensed amateur radio operators worldwide And in addition, Scout and Girl Guide groups are encouraged to participate with their club call sign. Contacts made on Echolink will also be accepted. For all the contest details, go to the ALARA website, www.alara.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier End of mission for two ham radio CubeSats The Manila Bulletin reports on two amateur radio CubeSats built by Philippine students and carrying APRS DigiPeters that have now re-entered the Earth's atmosphere. The newspaper says that after 10 months in orbit, the country's first local university-built Filipino CubeSatellites, CubeSats Maya 3 and Maya 4, re-entered the Earth's atmosphere on August fourth and August eighth, respectively, ending their mission, the Philippine Space Agency has said. Built in a local university setting... The two Cube Satellites were designed and developed by the first batch of scholars under the Space Science and Technology Proliferation Through University Partnerships Step Up, project of the Stamina for Space program. Maya 3 and Maya 4 were pivotal in the development of local space industry. These cubesats are experimental and educational platforms, and whilst all low-Earth orbiting satellites will eventually fall to Earth, what matters more are the lasting intangibles that the project brought knowledge, skill, partnerships and confidence that we can do it, said Dr. Marcio Serrano, program leader of Stamina for Space program. Pennsylvania Club marks 10th anniversary aboard Mars Rover. Hams in one Pennsylvania club are celebrating a relationship with the Mars Rover that began 10 years ago. Randy Sly, W4XJ, had those details on a recent AR Newsline program, How do you celebrate a 10th anniversary? A dinner? A party? The Holmesburg Amateur Radio Club in Pennsylvania decided to send its club call, WM3PEN, on a long vacation that would take 255 days to get there. They teamed up with NASA's Mars Science Laboratory rover, Curiosity, to visit Bradbury Landing on Mars. The boarding pass was purchased on April twenty-fifth, two 2011, and Curiosity with their call sign on board, landed on the Red Planet in early August 2012. Since the landing, Curiosity and WM3PEN have travelled nearly 18 miles searching for the perfect location for the D expedition The folks at WM3PEN also thought it would be a good trip to team up with the Jet Propulsion Laboratory since they decided to make it a CEW event. To help measure size and distance, the JPL engineers carved out the dots and dashes of the letters J.P.L. in the tyre treads. How could a ham argue with a CW buddy along for the ride? NASA reports that engineers are devising ways to minimise wear and tear and to keep the rover rolling. In fact, Curiosity's mission was recently extended for another three years. When asked what's next for the WM3PEN team, Call sign trustee Bob Joe Sweet, WA3PZO, said that after just coming off field days at the 13 Colony special event in June and July, it will be time to relax before planning the next adventure. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ILLW, ILLW.net. Lighthouse weekend is alive and scheduled for 20 to 21 August and it's a great opportunity to chat to a lighthouse and work some rare DX. There will be over 350 lighthouses on the air in over 40 countries. Germany has 70 registered, USA 41, Australia 38, England 19. Some smaller countries with one entry include the Canary Islands, Cyprus, Gibraltar, Iceland, Isle of Man, Latvia and Malta. As this will be the 25th anniversary for the International Lighthouse Lightship Weekend, one of the Indian supporters has organised a set of first-day cover postage stamps to be printed. After the event, there will also be a 25th anniversary certificate available for download from the ILLW website for those who would like to have a record of their participation in the event. It is interesting to note that some stations have taken part in the event every year, some with the same call sign and some at the same lighthouse. It is the support of amateurs globally that has grown this event into what it has become, one of the most popular events in the amateur radio calendar. Worldwide special interest groups Radio Rescue. Radio preparedness project begins in Tripura. A new emergency preparedness strategy by officials in the northeastern Indian state of Tripura is giving high priority to amateur radio. As many as nine new amateur radio stations are being set up by the government in Tripura in India in an attempt to improve communications during disasters. The State Disaster Management Agency told reporters during a recent press conference that an estimated 1,500 trained volunteers have already stepped forward to operate the stations as they become available. The first station will be ready to go on the air shortly, and it will be based at the State Emergency Operations Centre. The remaining eight still require proper licences from the Ministry of Communication. The state officials said that ten more automated rain gauges and seven automated weather stations will also be installed in urban areas by India's Meteorological Department. Officials said that they hope that these additional measures would increase all teams' abilities to provide life-saving response in the state which is prone to a variety of catastrophes including flash floods, strong winds and heat waves. The Southern Hemisphere's premier critical communications and public safety event, Comms Connect, will welcome a keynote presentation and an expert panel from the newly formed Public Safety Network in New Zealand. The Public Safety Network is the new communications service that will be used by New Zealand frontline emergency service responders, fire and emergency police, St John's and Wellington Free Ambulance. One of the leads in this integration project is Neil Richardson from New Zealand Police, who will be one of two keynote speakers on the day to open the program for CommsConnect Melbourne on the 20th of October. Special Interest Groups ROAR, Rotarians of Amateur Radio. As you have recently heard here on national news, REAST is having a Hamfest conference in Hobart on November 5th and 6th of this year, and Diane VK4DI has been busy organising a gathering of Rotarians. So far, Bill, VK4ZD, Diane, VK4DI, Phil, VK2, MCB and his wife Carol, Peter, VK3, KCD and John, ZL2, JPM and his wife Helen are attending. Some are only going mainly for the weekend plus a day either the side and others are planning on a longer visit. A table has been booked for a ROAR display on Sunday, so no one else needs to book as a vendor or pre-love goods unless they want their own spot. This is the first chance we've had in recent times to have a social get-together, and we thought it would be a good opportunity for anyone who is attending to have a meal somewhere in Hobart on the Saturday night. Please let Diane, VK4DI, know who's looking at attending so that they can get a number of the numbers that will be estimated. Special Interest Groups, VHF and above. 10 GHz QSO between Portugal and Canary Islands. On July the 30th, Michael, CT1BYM, and Cecilio, EB8BRZ, achieved a contact on 10 GHz from Portugal to the Canary Islands. In this translation of a post on the REP site, Michael, CT1BYM, writes During the evening of July 30, a QSO was made between EB8BRZ, IL28HA, and CT1BYM-IM57PC. This was my first ever QSO done at 10GHz between EA8CT using tropospheric propagation, distance around 1187km. It was also a first for Cecilio, EB8BRZ. A sectorial beacon was installed on my balcony, direction EA8, with 2 watts and a 10 dBi horn, transmitting CW and Opera. The beacon runs 24-7, helping identifying the possible QSO window. Beacon runs at 10368.825 MHz, TCXO disciplined. The beacon single signal was received at EB8BRZ at 1934UT, so we decided to go to SSB immediately. At Cecilio, EB8BRZ, the working conditions were a 60cm ProCom Prime focus dish, 2 watts IC705 for IF. I'm Michelle, VK2AYL.
0: You're tuned to the Alara edition of the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service through amateur radio station VK1WIA.
2: Rewind.
1: This is Rewind, RTTY turns 100. On August ninth, 1922, a text was typed in an airplane and simultaneously printed out at a ground station. With this experiment, the US Navy Department gave the telex procedure wings exactly 100 years ago. From then on, it was possible to transmit texts wirelessly at a speed of up to 100 words a minute. The ministry immediately pushed for messages to be made available in the opposite direction, namely from the ground to the plane. It was birth of Radio Telex, RTTY or RITTY. After the Second World War, the first telexes came into the hands of radio amateurs, who then modified their transmitters for frequency shift keying, FSK. RTTY had now also arrived in the amateur radio service. With the advent of personal computers at the beginning of the 1980s, they replaced the previously widespread electromechanically generated RTTY with very simple R/T programs. With the introduction of digital technology and the development of new types of transmission, such as PSK31 and later FT8, RTTY has lost its previous importance in amateur radio. It's different in the Maritime Radio Service. Despite modern and fast digital processes, RTTY transmissions still have their place there, such as to warn of dangers or to transmit current sea weather reports to the skippers.
0: This is the Alara edition of the WIA National News Service, originating from VK1 WIA.
1: 2022 Social Scene VK5, AREG car boot sale, September the 3rd, David Roach Park, Kilburn. VK4, Sunfest, Sunday the 18th, September, 10 a.m., Mountain Creek State School. VK6, Perth Tech, October the 21st to the 23rd. VK7, November the 5th and 6th. Tassie Ham Radio Conference and Expo and VK3 Rosebud Radio Fest November the 20th 9.30 2023 Alara Meet 2023 will be held on 4th to the 5th of November in Hobart I look forward to meeting you there contact me Linda VK7QP at Luther8 At bigpond.com. This has been Linda VK7QP reading the news for Alara. I'll be listening out for you in the Alara contest
0: next weekend. This has been the Alara edition of WIA National News. WIA News is on RF, text, and streamed live from our hub on wia.org.au.